You're listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. Out Loud Bible Project is on a mission to read the entire Bible out loud in a conversational and approachable way, so you can recognize your part in this conversation between you and God. Welcome back to the Out Loud Bible Project Podcast. Mike here. We're reading the Bible like a conversation so that hopefully over the course of this conversation, you can start to realize, wait, God actually wants a response from me. This is living. This is active. This is relevant. This is for me today. And God has been communicating with me all along, and now it's time for me to respond with something. But that is I don't know exactly. I'm not sure. That's between you and God. But uh, it's really only by having this conversation of reading his word, reading the Bible, listening to him, kind of taking time to pause and be like, all right, God, what do you want me to hear? What do you want me to do? The Bible was not written about you, but the Bible was written for you. And hopefully you see the value in that and, and the close relationship that God wants to have with you through this. This is the last episode of the book of Proverbs. We've been doing three chapters per episode, and so now we're left with four more chapters. And so instead of breaking it up two and two for two episodes, we're just going to finish it all at once here with one episode that covers the last four chapters. Uh, Have you started reading one proverb a day? Remember, with 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs, you can read one a day and get through the book in a month, and you're going to find yourself remembering more and more Proverbs the more months you do this, and then it's like you're armed with wisdom nuggets as you go about your entire day. You're going to avoid dumb mistakes. You're going to avoid painful consequences. It is a really helpful discipline. You could choose starting now to do this for a year. At the time of this recording, it's actually starting... uh, to wind down the calendar year starting in, in January here in a, in a couple of weeks. But whenever you hit this episode, whenever you come across this part of your Bible listening here at Out Loud Bible Project Podcast, start a new year now. Start a new year of reading Proverbs, one chapter a day. Of course, read other things. God has other things to say to you in other parts of the Bible. But one chapter a day of Proverbs, it's going to take you... Well, I mean, one episode covering three chapters here takes like maybe 20 minutes. So one chapter takes, I don't know, six, seven minutes, something like that. It's not very long, but over time, you will recognize yourself having more wisdom come to mind throughout the day. Things are going to ring a bell. Things are going to kind of trigger those memories of verses that are familiar to you, and that could change your life for the better. So if you don't have a great father figure... Let this book be a father figure, the kind of father figure that gives you advice. I was blessed with a great, God-fearing, wise father, and I distinctly remember several times growing up that if I was doing something reckless, not life-threatening, mind you, but something that was likely to have negative consequences, my dad, he would not rush in and stop me. He would just say from across the room, wherever we were, not wise, And I still hear that voice like that in my head, even into my adulthood, not wise. And I think that's how God guides us. 
He doesn't rush in and stop us from doing something foolish. He'll just say, not wise, and give us the choice to either heed his words or ignore him and do what we want to do. So as we wrap up this book today, keep doing what I've suggested this whole time. Stop and consider a proverb that particularly speaks to you. Memorize it. Write it down. Read a chapter on your own later. Be open to correction if you strayed in an area. And allow this to be the fatherly warning in your head when you have to make some tough decisions. And you will. So here's Proverbs 28 through 31. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. In rebellion, a land has many rulers, but order is maintained by a man of understanding and knowledge. A needy man who oppresses the poor is like a driving rain which leaves no crops. Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but those who keep the law contend with them. Evil men don't understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it fully. Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than he who is perverse in his ways, and he's rich. Whoever keeps the law is a wise son, but he who is a companion of gluttons shames his father. He who increases his wealth by excessive interest gathers it for one who has pity on the poor. He who turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer, is an abomination. Whoever causes the upright to go astray in an evil way, he will fall into his own trap, but the blameless will inherit good. The rich man is wise in his own eyes, but the poor who has understanding sees through him. When the righteous triumph, there's great glory, but when the wicked rise, men hide themselves. He who conceals his sins doesn't prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Blessed is the man who always fears, but one who hardens his heart falls into trouble. As a roaring lion or a charging bear, so is a wicked ruler over helpless people. A tyrannical ruler lacks judgment. One who hates ill-gotten gain will have long days. A man who's tormented by lifeblood will be a fugitive until death. No one will support him. Whoever walks blamelessly is kept safe, but one with perverse ways will fall suddenly. One who works his land will have an abundance of food, but one who chases fantasies will have his fill of poverty. A faithful man is rich with blessings, but one who is eager to be rich will not go unpunished. To show partiality is not good, yet a man will do wrong for a piece of bread. A stingy man hurries after riches and doesn't know that poverty waits for him. One who rebukes a man will afterward find more favor than the one who flatters with the tongue. Whoever robs his father or his mother and says it's not wrong is a partner with a destroyer. One who's greedy stirs up strife, but one who trusts in the Lord will prosper. One who trusts in himself is a fool, but one who walks in wisdom is kept safe. One who gives to the poor has no lack, but one who closes his eyes will have many curses. When the wicked rise, men hide themselves, but when they perish, the righteous thrive. Proverbs 29 He who is often rebuked and stiffens his neck will be destroyed suddenly with no remedy. When the righteous thrive, the people rejoice, but when the wicked rule, the people groan. Whoever loves wisdom brings joy to his father, but a companion of prostitutes squanders his wealth. 
The king, by justice, makes the land stable, but he who takes bribes tears it down. A man who flatters his neighbor spreads a net for his feet. An evil man is snared by his sin, but the righteous can sing and be glad. The righteous care about justice for the poor. The wicked aren't concerned about knowledge. Mockers stir up a city, but a wise man turns away anger. If a wise man goes to court with a foolish man, the fool rages or scoffs and there's no peace. The bloodthirsty hate a man of integrity, and they seek the life of the upright. A fool vents all of his anger, but a wise man brings himself under control. If a ruler listens to lies, all of his officials are wicked. The poor man and the oppressor have this in common. The Lord gives sight to the eyes of both. A king who fairly judges the poor, his throne shall be established forever. The rod of correction gives wisdom, but a child left to himself causes shame to his mother. When the wicked increase, sin increases, but the righteous will see their downfall. Correct your son, and he'll give you peace. Yes, he'll bring delight to your soul. Where there's no revelation, the people cast off restraint, but one who keeps the law is blessed. A servant can't be corrected by words, though he understands, yet he'll not respond. Do you see a man who is hasty in his words? There's more hope for a fool than for him. He who pampers his servant from youth will have him become a son in the end. An angry man stirs up strife, and a wrathful man abounds in sin. A man's pride brings him low, but one of lowly spirit gains honor. Whoever is an accomplice of a thief is an enemy of his own soul. He takes an oath, but dares not testify. The fear of a man proves to be a snare, but whoever puts his trust in the Lord is kept safe. Many seek the ruler's favor, but a man's justice comes from Yahweh. A dishonest man detests the righteous, and the upright in their ways detest the wicked. Proverbs 30, the words of Agur, the son of Jacob, the revelation. A man says to Ithiel, to Ithiel and to Ukal, Surely I'm the most ignorant man, and I don't have a man's understanding. I've not learned wisdom, neither do I have the knowledge of the Holy One. Who has ascended up into heaven and descended? Who has gathered the wind in his fists? Who's bound the waters in his garment? Who's established all the ends of the earth? What's his name and what's his son's name, if you know? Every word of God is flawless. He's a shield to those who take refuge in him. Don't you add to his words, lest he reprove you and you be found a liar. Two things I have asked of you. Don't deny me before I die. Remove far from me falsehood and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that's needful for me, lest I be full, deny you, and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and so dishonor the name of my God. Don't slander a servant to his master, lest he curse you and you be held guilty. There is a generation that curses their father and doesn't bless their mother. There's a generation that's pure in their own eyes, yet are not washed from their filthiness. There's a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes. Their eyelids are lifted up. There's a generation whose teeth are like swords and their jaws like knives to devour the poor from the earth and the needy from among men. The leech has two daughters. Give, give. There are three things that are never satisfied. Four that don't say enough. Sheol, the barren womb, 
the earth that's not satisfied with water, and the fire that doesn't say enough. The eye that mocks at his father and scorns obedience to his mother, the ravens of the valley shall pick it out. The young eagles shall eat it. There are three things which are too amazing for me, four which I I don't understand. The way of an eagle in the air, the way of a serpent on a rock, the way of a ship in the middle of the sea, and the way of a man with a maiden. So is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I've done nothing wrong. For three things the earth trembles, and under four it can't bear up. For a servant when he is king, a fool when he's filled with food, for an unloved woman when she's married, and a servant who is heir to her mistress. There are four things which are little on the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The ants are not a strong people, yet they provide their food in the summer. The hyraxes are but a feeble folk, yet they make their houses in the rocks. The locusts have no king, yet they advance in ranks. You can catch a lizard with your hands, yet it's in the king's palaces. There are three things which are stately in their march, four which are stately in going. The lion, which is mightiest among animals and doesn't turn away for any. The greyhound, the male goat, and the king against whom there is no rising up. If you've done foolishly in lifting up yourself, or if you've thought evil, put your hand over your mouth. For as churning of the milk produces butter, and the wringing of the nose produces blood, so the forcing of wrath produces strife. Proverbs 31. The words of King Lemuel, the revelation which his mother taught him. O my son, O son of my womb, son of my vows, don't give your strength to women, nor your ways to that which destroys kings. It's not for kings, Lemuel, it's not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes to say, where is strong drink, lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the justice due to anyone who's afflicted. Give strong drink to him who is ready to perish, and wine to the bitter in soul. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. Open your mouth for the mute in the cause of all who are left desolate. Open your mouth, judge righteously, and serve justice to the poor and needy. Who can find a worthy woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband trusts in her. He shall have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works eagerly with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She brings her bread from afar. She rises also while it's still yet night, gives food to her household and portions for her servant girls. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She arms her waist with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp doesn't go out by night. She lays her hands to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. She opens her arms to the poor. Yes, she extends her hands to the needy. She's not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She makes for herself carpets of tapestry. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and delivers sashes to the merchant. Strength and dignity are her clothing. She laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom. 
Kind instruction is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and doesn't eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also praises her. Many women do noble things, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands. Let her works praise her in the gates. Hey, let's take a moment to shout out to the wise women in our lives. That last proverb, chapter 31, was written by King Lemuel, inspired by his mother. This entire book comes full circle as it started with a call to listen to your mother's advice. See, women have a special place in God's heart, knowing how women have not been fully supported and revered in culture. But wisdom is available to all, and the Bible is full of wise women that God has granted favor and special responsibilities to. Let's learn from their example, seek wisdom, and press forward with diligent hands and a humble heart. That is the Thinking Out Loud thought for today. You've been listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. When you become a patron of Out Loud Bible Project, you help make the Bible accessible for people who desperately need to know they have a role in this conversation with God. To learn more, visit outloudbible.com and click support this project. Thanks for listening.